Welcome to the Seminometry Podcast. Years ago, my students coined the term Seminometry because they said I taught lessons in life and in academics. Well, now I'm bringing the world of Seminometry to you, where we combine education, technology, and leadership for educators around the globe. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the World of Seminometry Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Semino, Educational Technology Coordinator in Coachella Valley Unified School District. And uh, we're on episode four already. Wow. Uh, just started this podcast a couple weeks ago and um, try my best to create an episode every week for you guys. And, and sometimes I'm on task for that and sometimes not so much. Um, but I've just had a lot going on in my brain and, and I think I'm long overdue uh, to record with you guys and, and share some of those things that are rolling around in my brain up here. Um, so... Uh, today we're going to talk about um, our leadership retreat that we had these last couple of days in, in our district. Um, it was a great way to finish off the school year. Uh, we brought in all of our site administrators, um, our district office directors, and and our ed services coordinators. And uh, and it was really nice just to kind of come together and just reflect on the year. Um, you know, great job to our executive cabinet. Um, no, I'm not just kissing up, but they did a great job because, you know, these things are really important to come together and, and just, you know, share ideas, thoughts, uh, work alongside people that, you know, you see in passing and, and you work close sometimes with throughout the year. But it's just nice to just come into a room where you're kind of outside your normal uh, situation and normal environment. Um, just kind of let loose a little bit and just and just really reflect on on what went well this year, what didn't go so well. And then you know, just start looking at some data and, and things so that we can continue to guide what we do as a district so that we can keep, you know, supporting our students and our community. Um, you know, it, the, we, we were broken off into different tables around the room. And, um, you know, and at my table is me as ed tech coordinator, as our director of elementary services. Um, we had an elementary principal and, and vice principal. We had a uh, middle school principal who's now moving into the elementary side of things. And uh, and then we had a high school, middle school uh, assistant principal. So we had a nice eclectic group. And so what's cool is when you sit at these tables, you, you just share ideas back and forth. And and we all have different perspectives, you know. Um, you know obviously, me with my ed tech background, I, I bring out, you know, different ways and, and different thoughts that maybe other people didn't think of about how to bring in tech to support some of the stuff that we're doing. Um, you know, get things from an elementary perspective, uh, me being a former high school teacher, um, you know, sometimes it's nice to get, you know, even more of that elementary perspective since that wasn't necessarily what I did on a day-to-day basis and, uh, and just continue to allow myself to grow in those areas based off of their experiences. Um, and then you just really see that despite all these different areas and backgrounds that we have, um, when we all come together, we can do some pretty amazing things. And I think that was pretty evident um, over these last couple of days. Um, so kind of, you know, uh, one of the big things that I think our, our, our leadership did, did, uh, our upper leadership assistant superintendents and, and superintendent did, um, was just really set the tone. Um, you know, we, yesterday we looked at a report and, and our week, our homework this week was to look at a report on, uh, on college readiness and how we do as a district, uh, compared to a couple other districts. We were part of a study, um, from the state auditor. And, um, you know, it's a study that's out there, so it's nothing really secret. But, um, you know, we know that we have some work that we need to do in the area of, of preparing our students for, for college so that, you know, they meet their A through G courses and things like that. 
And so just having that report to kind of refer back to just gave us kind of a clear focus um, just to, as, as we kind of engage in our different discussions um, along that journey, too, is is not to get disheartened by a report that has, you know, maybe some not so favorable data for our district, but to rather than just kind of just wallow in that and, oh, you know, poor us, we can't figure things out. No, that's not what that's about at all. And I mean, regardless of what district you're in, whether you're listening right now as uh, uh, an employee within our district or if you're listening um, as someone who's in another district, we all have challenges regardless of what we're facing within our different schools and, and areas and districts. Um, you know, so we've all been there and, and, and it's nice for us to kind of figure out what, what our needs are and, and start to work around that. So one of the things that we're trying to do also is change our mindsets. And uh, one of the really cool things that that uh, our assistant superintendent uh, did yesterday, uh, Dr. Paredes, uh, she showed uh, the Hamish Brewers video, Relentless. And um, if you have not seen this video, I know it went viral um, earlier this year. Um, Hamish Brewer is a principal. He's a middle school principal over in Virginia, I believe. And uh, man, if you haven't seen this video, this guy has so much passion and energy. And uh, and and I've seen it before, and I've seen the video a couple times, and and I've interacted a couple of times with with Hamish uh, on on Twitter and things like that. And and the guy just brings a whole different vibe and energy to education. And so it was cool to have our our uh, our our leaders kind of watch that video. And and I hope it fired them up because every time I watch it, and that video doesn't get old. It's it's like the movie The Sandlot. It's just one of those classics that you know just doesn't tire you out, but. You know, hopefully, I, I I hope that our leaders got fired up from watching that video, just like I did. I I can watch that a million times, and uh, and so, um, you know, it's just that idea of of do things differently. Don't don't stick with the status quo, um, but you know, just keep you know what's best for students at the forefront. And and if you do that, you should be in a pretty good place. And uh, and you know, don't be afraid to just try different things. And and that's kind of what you know Hamish Brewer has done to his school. And, uh, and, and I hope it fired up some people on our team to kind of, you know, get going with some things too. Um, so, uh, some of the other things we did too, uh, uh, we did a lot of hands-on activities. Um, they're just going to help us prepare for, for the next year. Um, one of the really cool things we did this year today was, um, you know, we were given tasks, we, we broke up into different groups. We were given tasks that, that we had to, to develop, and, uh, and we had 30 minutes to do it, to create our product, whatever that was. Um, and it was all geared around college preparedness and college readiness. And so, you know, one group had the task of creating a, um, a promotional campaign uh, to, you know, showcase to our community and our stakeholders why it's important for our kids to go to college or at least be set up to go to college. Um, another group had uh, the task of developing an action plan to roll out uh promotional activities for the school site. So regardless of what grade level, you know, elementary, middle school or high school, um, you know, how can you promote uh, a college culture, college going culture at your campus? Um, and uh, my group, we had to create a college readiness presentation for middle school students. And uh, what would that look like if you gave that presentation to middle school kids? And uh, that, that was a blast. Um, as soon as we had the activity, they gave us 30 minutes and, uh, you know, we just, you had 30 minutes and, and I love activities that give you that kind of time frame, um, you know, and especially when the time frame seems like it's a little tight and you might not be able to finish um, because it just forces you to be even more efficient. And so like within my group, um, you know, we had to 
create this presentation. And then after we created it, we had to give the presentation uh, to the whole team that was in the room. And uh, and so we had we had about 70 administrators in, in the room. And so, um, you know, I immediately jumped into a Google Doc. I mean, if we only have 30 minutes and we have, you know, six, seven people on the team, then we need to maximize our resources and maximize our time. So I created a Google Doc and shared it out with them. And so we can all work collaboratively at the same time to crank out this uh, this uh, presentation. And, uh, and it was neat because we all kind of took different slides. We all found different resources and hyperlink things in. And, and I was showing everyone kind of how to do some little tech tricks along the way. And, uh, and when our 30 minutes was up, we had a pretty solid presentation. And, and so, you know, it was funny because our team was like, you know, well, who, who's going to present? And I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I haven't been in the classroom in a couple of years. But uh, one of the things I am passionate about, I mean, I started in, in education as an avid tutor uh, when I was still in college. And then, you know, when I was a teacher, I was an avid teacher. And, and so I've always, you know, I've always tried to promote a college going mindset with my students. I would take time out of my curriculum to you know, have students set goals and, and create kind of a, an action plan for, for what courses they're going to take over their next three or four years, depending on what grade they were in in my class. And so I've always been passionate about this. And so I told, I told my team, I was like, you know, guys, I'm, I'm like excited right now. Like this was fun cranking this thing out and working with you guys on it and just getting your guys different ideas. Like if you put me into a middle school auditorium right now and ask me to present in front of kids, I could totally do it. So like, so what I hear is you're signing yourself up to present. I said, you know what, I, I'll do it. And so I just got up there and, and I presented it and it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it just kind of took me back to my classroom days a little bit and, uh, and, and, and let me kind of treat the audience as if they were middle school kids. So, so it was a blast. And, uh, and that was one of the cool things. And, you know, other groups kind of did the same thing. And, and that's what was neat is that, you know, regardless of what group, uh, what tasks each group got, we all kind of rallied behind what we want to do. And and you can kind of see as people were presenting that everyone had a unique task and, and everyone created an end product, whether it was a web page or a presentation um, that honestly, any one of us could easily make a copy of and give to our staffs. And, uh, and that was a cool thing. So rather than having one person create eight different presentations or products, um, we all collectively did it in about 30 minutes. Um, so that, that was a really cool um, strategy that, that our leadership team did, hats off, and, and it was a good way to model how you can do that um, within your staff meetings too. So, so there you go. That's, that's kind of what we did. So if you're out there you know, putting together kind of a staff meeting or you're looking to do something like that, you know, I, 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 from experiencing it myself and, and trying to do that as a, as a PD developer, um, you know, that's definitely an effective way to get you know, some work done and also get people to kind of come together and, and share their different strengths and let those strengths come out. Um, you know, and what was cool too is uh, throughout the days, last two days also, we, you know, there was just a constant mix of, of teams so that, you know, one day you're working with a, a, a school principal and then the next day you're working with, or the next activity you're working with the nutrition services director, or you're working with the director of purchasing. Or you're working with a budget um, specialist, or or you know just different things. So so it was nice that we constantly mix it up because it just gave different perspectives. Um, so some of our classified administrators, you know, maybe we're gaining some insights on you know on on what it's really like in, you know in the school building as a principal, and also what it's like in the classroom. And then we were also you know us certificated uh, administrators were given the opportunity to kind of understand things from a from a different perspective too. You know, so like some of the people you know were like, well. How can we have to go through this uh, approved vendor list when we're making purchase orders? Well, 
you got to actually work with kind of the director of purchasing and, and kind of indirectly you learn some of the reasons why behind we do things just to get different perspectives. So, so that was really cool too. And, you know, I'm, I'm a huge, I, I can't stand it. This classified certificated split that we have in education and uh, I've just never understood it. And, and it's always a pet peeve of mine. And, and I just love when there's opportunities for us to work together. And, and again, hats off to our uh, upper management in our district to kind of promote and facilitate some of that. Um, because we all have strengths that we bring regardless of you being certificated or classified. That to me does not matter. At the end of the day, we're all experts in what we do. And, and it's important for us to be in opportunities where we can share um, those different uh, ideas, thoughts, experiences uh, with one another, because that's how we're going to grow. If, if we don't have those opportunities, we're not going to grow. And so so I appreciate the opportunity for doing that and, and engaging in, in those conversations. So at the end of two days, um, you know, I, I've been in this in our district for for almost 14 years now. And, and uh, you know, I, I've gotten to meet a lot of really amazing educators and, and just people who just care about our community um, even though I didn't grow up here myself in, in our particular community I work in, um, I feel part of it anyway. And and, and I love being here and, and being with this team. And so, you know, just having these opportunities to work together, it just really shows you the strength that we do have within our district leadership team and, and really beyond that, too. Um, but in this case, because it was just us leaders uh, working together. Um, I mean, man, we have so much talent in, in our district. It's amazing. There's just a treasure trove of experiences that we all can contribute. And, uh, you know, people have so many skills, people have so many different backgrounds, so many different job roles and titles that they've had along their journey. Um, and, and when you bring all that stuff together, man, if we keep bringing things together, bringing people together, bringing ideas together and working collaboratively on stuff, um, we'll be unstoppable. I mean, I'm just thinking about the stuff that we cranked out in 30 minutes. That's amazing. And, and so imagine if you had a full day to create something, you know, maybe maybe the 30 minutes is what the, the difference maker is. Maybe the fact that we had 30 minutes and we were kind of under some pressure is what allowed that to happen. It's kind of like how a pearl is made, you know, a pearl is made within an oyster under some pressure. And so sometimes that pressure is good. And uh, and but, it, you know, it just reminded me today and, and yesterday that this whole experience that we need to continue to work together and we need to continue to rely on one another and I know when we, you know, get into the thick of things day in, day out, and, and again, I, I know I'm talking about leadership and I'm reflecting on this leadership retreat, but really all these things apply to any role that you have in education. Um, you know, so if you're a teacher listening, don't think them um, that, you know, hopefully you're still listening, you know, to this episode, but I, I hope that you feel that, you know, you have a part in this too, because, you know, a leader isn't just a title, um, a leader um, it can be any role. Um, what it is, is that idea to step up and kind of help create some change when some change is needed. And, uh, and regardless of what position you have, everyone uh, can be a leader. Um, I recently just started a, a book study, Reading the Innovator's Mindset by George Kuros, which has been on my book list uh, for a long time now. And, and so I'm glad that I'm finally, you know, grabbed my copy, started reading it. I'm reading it with our two EdTech Tosas um, who are taking the time during their summer to do this book study and engage in Google Hangout chats and Voxer chats with me. Um, and then we also have 
our um our our tech cabinet involved in it too and and you know even though they weren't you know having necessarily experience directly in the classroom um you know i love that they're reading it and they they can find you know things that are relevant to what they do in, in their role um even one of our it technicians is reading it and man he is eating it up he is constantly sharing quotes from the book book snaps in our in our group chat um you know every morning when i come into work he's like hey man He's like, I was reading this chapter and, and you know, one of the things that really stood out to me was this. What do you think about that? And I'm like, you know what? I'm not there yet because he's reading it way faster than I am. Uh, so I need to step up my game a little bit. But, you know, it's just cool to just have those conversations. I mean, here here's a guy that most people would think, well, he's an IT technician. You know, he probably doesn't care about this kind of stuff. But no, he is completely relating it to what he does. And he's trying to use this book and the ideas from this book, The Innovator's Mindset, to improve in his area. Um, as a technician. So I know that was a little bit of a bird walk. Uh, that's kind of what I do sometimes. Sorry, squirrel. Um, so uh, my point is, in all that is, regardless of your role and position, um, anyone can learn and anyone can be a leader. And really, everyone should be doing both. Um, that was kind of a key idea in one of the early parts of, of George Kiros's book. And, uh, and it's so true. And, and so don't ever think that you don't have anything to contribute because you do. Um, all right. So getting back to this, uh, this leadership retreat, um, this was an amazing way to close out the year. Um, I am pumped and excited to start the next school year. Um, and, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it's a little bit of a bummer because like, oh, man, I'm so amped and, and excited, but I'm about to go on vacation in a couple of weeks and, and, and I'll be gone for a month and then I'm coming back. And and so for me, I'm just constantly thinking about, OK, how am I going to you know, reflect on this energy that I'm feeling and, and this work that we've done in these last few days and how can I keep it going for myself? And I know for me, my brain doesn't stop. Um, I mean, there's a reason that when you look at my podcast logo that it is what it is. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on in my brain. And like I told you guys in some previous episodes, that's why this podcast is a little bit of a selfish uh, project and endeavor that I do. Um, because even right now, I was driving home from this retreat and all of a sudden, I just had to stop and turn around and come back to the office. So I'm, I'm back in my office right now. It's, you know, I don't know, it's 530 in the afternoon. I got out of the retreat like an hour and a half ago, but I had to come back to my office, jot down some ideas and, and bust out the, the podcast microphone uh, so I can record with you guys. Because I know that I'm going to be thinking about things I learned at this retreat over the weekend. And so the wheels don't stop spinning for me. And I hope that I can take this uh, experience over these last two days and kind of keep the ideas generating in my head, um, even over the summer. Um, but I also know that I still need to take some time for myself and get some rest, which I will do that also. But um, um, I, I know that there's a lot of ideas that are going to be bouncing around my head after this leadership retreat. Um, but one of the positive things, and I'm excited about this, is we already have the date scheduled for our leadership retreat in August. And so I'm excited about you know the opportunity to pick up where we left off this week and, and continue to build on what we started uh, so that we can really kick off the school year grade and, and really support our district team. Um, you know, one of the things that we talked about yesterday, and, and I wholeheartedly believe, um, you know, when, when I come into, when I walk into classrooms, you know, being a district administrator, you know, people look at me as, quote unquote, the district I'm not the district. That's not me on my own. Um, and that's not even us, you know, up at the, um, you know, district level as district administrators. We're the district. We are the community that we're serving. 
Um, and again, like I told you guys, I didn't grow up in our particular community that I'm serving right now, but I'm a part of it. I've been here long enough to be a part of it and feel a part of it. So yes, I'm invested. I care about what we do. And, and I care about the teachers I work with um, because we're all professionals and we all have some amazing talents that, that I've had the opportunity to learn and share and grow from from our, our teachers out there. I've, I've learned grow and, and grow uh, from our other leaders. And I learn and grow from our students, our parents and, and our business owners, everybody. And, and so um, I'm excited about what we're going to be able to come back and do next year. And, and I'm excited about this retreat we're going to have in August. Um, so I'm going to kind of just start to close up and, and, and end it here and, and kind of take the focus away from our district. Um, so for those of you out there who haven't had the opportunity to attend a retreat or if you're leaders out there, if you haven't done a retreat with your staff or some kind of thing to get them going, you know, definitely do it because it's a great team building uh, opportunity. It's a great way for you and your team and your staff to just support one another and get behind a common goal. Because when you guys get behind a common goal, when any of us do, when you get behind a common goal that has been developed by a group, not just one person, because you can't do that. That's not really effective. But if you develop the, the goals as the group and you have kind of your purpose, uh, you know, and purpose isn't just your data. Data is important and it drives what you do. But but why? Why is it important that we that we prepare our students to go to college? And, and if we don't have that why and, we, and our why is, well, because the data says that we need to improve. No, that's not a why. A why needs to tap your emotions, needs to get you up out of bed every morning. And, and I think we kind of started down that road these last two days. And, and if you haven't done a retreat, do it because it will help you guys establish that why so that everyone gets out of bed, ready to go, um, because you all have this collective vision of where you want to see yourselves and where you want to see your students. Um, so hopefully some of these you know, experiences that I shared from our retreat, you know, can resonate and, and you can take some ideas and, and, and start your own if you haven't done that before. And, uh, and again, you know, regardless of your role, don't forget to reflect on ways that we can narrow our focus. So even if you feel that, say you're a teacher and you don't feel that you necessarily have a clear focus from your leadership team, that doesn't mean that you can't have a narrow focus for yourself. At the end of the day, you're an educator because I assume you're here for the right reasons. You care about students. You care about what's best for them. And uh, and and like I said, if 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 your intent, if if your focus is on doing what's best for students, and you follow that gut, then it's not really going to steer you wrong for the most part. And so narrow your focus for your classroom. If you know historically you're an you know uh, algebra teacher, and you know that every single year students struggle with solving systems of equations. Sorry, I know I'm a math teacher, so I don't mean to go there for those non-math guys. Um, but if you know that that's a struggle, what are you going to do about it? If you're a, a fourth grade teacher and every year uh, when you guys do your, your expository writing, uh, that's a weak point for your students, what are you going to do about it? Think about that stuff. Use this time of year before you get in the full summer mode. Uh, think about, you know, what are those things that didn't go so well and what can you do about it? Um, because you are the expert. You're, you're the expert in your area. And so take the time, reflect, narrow your focus, and also think about what you can do to be more relentless in your work with students. And I'm using relentless from Hamish Brewer because you just got to go out there and just do what is necessary to get your kids to succeed and, and achieve. And so... Um, 
So I think on that note, I'm going to close out this episode. Um, I, I appreciate you for listening and, uh, and, and thanks for checking back in. And if it's your first time, then hopefully you can go back and check out some of the ep- other episodes. Um, again, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Seminometry. Um, use the hashtag Seminometry if, if you have any thoughts or ideas so we can have a conversation and, uh, and you know, just uh, reflect have a great summer. This probably won't be the last time you're going to hear from me because I'll probably be recording more episodes, but um, at least until the meantime and, and until next time, uh, rest up, relax, and uh, and enjoy the journey, guys. Um, until next time, um, we will talk to you guys later. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the World of Seminometry podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Seminometry or use the hashtag Seminometry to follow other educators for tips, tricks, and other strategies around education, technology, and leadership. Talk to you soon, and until next time, enjoy the journey.